Hey, Moving Forward listeners, a quick disclaimer before you listen to this episode, which is part of the book writing miniseries that I recorded several years ago. The books I was a co-author on are no longer in print, and I have since permanently parted ways with my former co-author. As such, I have edited these episodes, removing as many mentions of the titles as possible. I'm also adding this disclaimer to minimize any confusion. The basic information contained within is still helpful, which is why I've decided to keep them on this podcast. I also encourage you to listen to episode 388 to learn more about the reasons behind my decision. Now that we've covered that, I hope you enjoy this series and find these episodes helpful. Thank you. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 225. Let's go ahead and jump right in, part one. And this is something I've been thinking about over the last couple of weeks, and actually I've been thinking about it for a while, is this whole idea of who you surround yourself with. Who are the people who are in your, who are in your life? And it's interesting. As uh, I've recently uh, uh, written and released my first book, it's interesting to see what the response has been. It's, it's largely been very positive, but I've been thinking in terms of all the different things that I've done in my life over the last couple of years, especially, I mean, I've taken a very different direction than uh, in my prior days, you know, when it, back when I was in my corporate days. And what's interesting is to see uh, how, the, how that has impacted the relationships. And inevitably, anytime you make a change in your life or your career, it's going to impact some of the relationships that are in your life. And I, you know, there are certain relationships where I have friends who don't understand what I do, will never understand what I do, but are very supportive. And those are the relationships that I cherish. And those are the ones that I continue to, to really just be appreciative of. There's certain relationships and there's certain people in my life who, and, you know, for a time, we were pretty much on the same page. We looked at things through life through the same lens. But when I made that d- decision to to leave that world, you know, for example, leaving my job to do what I do now, there were certain people who just didn't understand why or what it is I was trying to do. And so some of those relationships came to a natural end. I mean, not a dramatic end, just they just came to their natural end. And it's interesting just to reflect on that, just how decisions you make in your life will impact the relationships that you have, sometimes in a very good way, and, and the relationship will evolve. And in other ways, sometimes you'll find that there's certain relationships that have come to their conclusion. And also, you will make new connections. You'll make new friendships with people who are also uh, maybe following a similar path. And I was having this conversation the other day with Alyssa Carpenter. She's a great example of someone who I've connected with over the last couple of years, who just just what she has done, I, I'm just such a big admirer of. And she's someone I might not have necessarily connected with had I not taken the 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 leaps that I have in my life. So I was that's just something I was thinking about. And if you're th- if you're making a big change in your life, if you're taking on a project, pursuing a dream, or even writing a book, as this series has been talking about, I'd love to hear what your experiences have been in terms of the relationships of the people in your life. All right, let's move into part two. Over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about the ideation process. Last week, we talked about using the short form as your test bed. This week, we're going to talk about your first draft. Now, uh, I will share with you, it was two years ago. Actually, almost, I think right around this time, two years ago, that my former co-writer and I had decided we were going to write the book, and uh, we were talking about how we were going to approach this book. Now, we had really a couple of major obstacles. Number one, this is a massive story. 
Number two, it happened a long time ago and neither of us kept a journal. So my thinking was that we just sit down and write. But uh, my co-writer suggested that we, before we dive into actually writing, that we take some time to actually talk out the story. And because I have experience as a podcaster that maybe we could record these conversations. I will admit, despite the fact that I am a podcaster, I was very resistant to this idea. I, I was very skeptical of it because when I write, whether it's show notes, a blog, an article, I just sit down and write. And my process is to write out the first draft. Usually it's very messy. And then I go back and I rewrite and I edit. And I thought we would approach the book the same way. But my co-author's suggestion was that we should talk out the story because, A, since we're co-writing it, both of us are coming at it from different perspectives. We had very different stories. And so it'd be important for us to find a way that we could balance the two. The other reason is that because so much happened and because it was so long ago, it'd be important to get out all the thoughts in an uncensored format. And the thing about writing is that when you're writing a first draft, it's really hard not to edit yourself. Even when I'm writing short form, I still sometimes get into the habit of editing as I'm writing. And the whole purpose of the first draft is to get your ideas out. And so while I was skeptical, I, I it took some convincing, but I, I went ahead with the, uh, I agreed to the idea. We started recording and I used the podcast setup that I had and we would do this maybe two or three times a week and each conversation was about 20 to 40 minutes long. And what was interesting was that over the coming weeks, I started to see the benefit of doing this process. We were able to learn a lot about each other's stories that we hadn't learned before, we hadn't heard before because we were, as opposed to just casually converse, uh, talking about and reminiscing on these stories, we were actually digging into them. The other thing that was interesting was that the conversation helped sparked uh, memories and ideas, ones that were long ago lost in the ether and that we were able to really jog up those memories and just really uh, fill in some of those details. And it was really an interesting process. We also had a lot of fun doing it. So my your assignment for this week, your homework for this week is at this point, if you've narrow down your idea. You've already tried to short form and you still want to write on this as your first book. Talk out that first draft. And if you're writing this solo, it's really easy to do. You can use your phone, you can use your, your laptop, your tablet, what have you. You know, use a native recording software like GarageBand or, you know, whatever uh, you like and just sit down and record a couple of times a week, maybe once or twice a week. Spitball out every idea you have. Don't censor yourself. Don't worry about formatting. Just get out every idea you can. If you are co-writing this book, uh, the, you can hop onto Skype. Both of you can download Skype. And now the benefit is that it's much easier to do this back then when it was in 2017 because Skype now has a native recording feature. You can even do it off of Skype mobile. So if you just want to do it on your phone, you can do it on your phone. Really easy. And uh, what you will essentially be doing is talking out your first draft. Just get out all the ideas. Talk it through from beginning to end, and don't worry about where it's going. Just get all the ideas out because this will be the foundation that you're going to build on over the coming weeks as we actually get into writing that first draft of the book. Uh, if you want the write-up for this, uh, it's bemovingforward.com. All right, let's move into part three. A book that I recently finished that I highly recommend is Becoming by Michelle Obama. Uh, I give it five stars. It was an amazing book. 
interestingly, I mean, I, I've, I've admired uh, President Obama and Michelle Obama for a long time, but uh, honestly, I didn't really know that much about Michelle Obama's background uh, outside of her time in the White House. So for me, it was really interesting. I, and also, I'd never read a biography of a uh, an autobiography of a first lady. So this was an interesting uh, read for me. But what I was most drawn to from this book, yes, I mean, her time, uh, you know, moving into national politics was really interesting, you know, becoming first lady. All of that is just an, a, an inspiring, amazing story. But for me, what I enjoyed the most about this book, and regardless uh, of what your political affiliation is, I think the most enjoyable part of this book was the first half where she talks about her her childhood and her family life, what her relationship was like with her uh, mom, her father, who she lost at a young age, and her brother uh, going to school, being in a, a kind of like a, a middle working class family in Chicago, and the whole struggle with trying to fit into a uh, a standard a, you know a, a perceived standard of what she should do with her life you know she went to college she went to law school she became an associate at a big law firm for all intents and purposes she had every checkbox uh, checked off in terms of what it means to be quote unquote successful and yet she went through the struggle of realizing you know what is this all there is to life uh, I'm not exactly happy doing this. And then just the the transition she made, not always easy ones, to uh, finding her passion in, in terms of, uh, you know, working in community development, working in academia, and then eventually, obviously, you know, meeting Barack Obama, how that also impacted her life in, in terms of his uh, direction in going into politics. But for me, the real standout in this book is the first half, really, when, when she talks about her, her background, her upbringing, and how all of those things really influenced her throughout her life. So I highly recommend it. It was really just really just incredible to see that someone that, you know, you just kind of see as this kind of uh, out of this world, just this, this mega figure experienced a, and still experiences a lot of the doubts and insecurities that we all do, especially as we're we're trying to figure things out. So I, I really enjoyed it. Again, the write-up is at bemovingforward.com. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward.